my kids, I, I think I'm more nervous to preach to these little guys. Um, they're more honest. So if they don't like it, they're just going to... No, I'm kidding. Hey, I need a volunteer. I, and just before you all volunteer, hold on, awesome. But before you all volunteer, there's a, there's a few little things. I need someone who's really brave. Okay, same hands. And you need to know how to read. Come on up here, buddy. Yeah, you. Oh, he put his hands up, and now he's not so sure. Now he's not so sure. So you're, what's your name? Andrew Peters. Andrew Peters. Is your, are your parents here? Mm-hmm. Parents, come on up. They volunteered you as well. Okay, Andrew, here's what I need you to do, um, and I think this is going to be really easy for you to do, but I need you to read this for me. Okay. There must be... Is there a problem? Oh, it's upside down. I can still read it. You can still read it. Man, you're a good volunteer. Well, we're going to fix the problem that it's upside down, okay? So I need you to lie down on the ground, and your parents are going to hold you upside down. So <laughs> pick them up. It's your kid. You drop them. Nope. Grab his feet. Hold them upside down. Can you do it, Dad? All right, here we go. Now, can you read it nice and loud? All right. All right, thank you very much. You can have a seat. It says there must be an easier way than, than there must be an easier way than this. Surely you can think of something. So, thanks so much for for um, I'll be calling you back up in a little bit. Thanks a lot, Andrew. Now, what, what would have been easier to do than that, guys? What? You could still read it, I know. But we, what, what would have been easier than holding him upside down? Just turn the page, right? And now it would have been much easier, far less complicated than calling his parents up, who were so excited about that, uh, and calling his parents up here and saying, hey, you need to hold your son upside down so he can hold this piece of paper, and I noticed as soon as he hold, he's held upside down, he got the giggles too. And, um, and that made it harder for him to read, and it, it was hard to hear him because he's now his face is on the ground instead of his beautiful face being up here. We now saw his feet. You have better looking feet than me, by the way. And so the easier thing to do would have been to just turn the paper, right? See, I want to tell you guys something, all you guys, your kids especially, I want you to listen carefully. I think what we do sometimes is we do the same thing with Jesus, we make him so complicated, right? And so we hear about following Jesus. We hear about that we should live our lives for Jesus. We hear about all these great things about Jesus. But then sometimes what we do is we make Jesus so complicated that you wonder if you're even following him, following him right. He, he had no problem reading. He's even telling me, I can read it upside down, no problem. But when we held him upside down, he got the giggles. And then he had a harder time reading, I think, than if we would have just held it the other way. But I think the same is true sometimes for us when we follow Jesus. We do all these things that make it really, really complicated to follow Jesus. Now, there's a story in the Bible where Jesus comes and he's, he's teaching the crowd. And Isabel's going to come up and read this for us. My daughter, Isabel. And so she's going to come up here and read this to us. And I want you guys to listen very carefully to what happens in this situation, okay? So listen up, and I want you to listen to what, what, what happens in this situation. Go ahead. Then little, children, nice close, okay. then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. 
Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he has placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Thank you very much. Good job. Have a seat. So here's what happens. Jesus is teaching, and these parents are like, we want to take our children to Jesus. We want our children to interact with Jesus. We want Jesus to touch them and to bless them. And now, you've got to understand, Jesus walked around with this gang of 12 guys. Okay, They weren't really called a gang. They were called what? Disciples. And so Jesus is walking with these disciples. Now, these disciples, they were used to being in a religion that was very, very complicated. Okay? Their religion required hundreds of rules to be obeyed. If you wanted to follow God, if you wanted to please God, you had to do all kinds of sacrifices. You had to make sure that you didn't do a lot of things. And when you did something bad, you had to go to the temple. It was complicated. Okay? And so Jesus' disciples were not bad men. Okay, I don't, I don't want you guys to think that they were bad men. And it wasn't that they didn't like children. They just thought to themselves, this must be more complicated than this. And children especially, they shouldn't be having access to Jesus. And so these disciples, when they saw these little kids coming and the parents coming, they just immediately thought it was like their old system. And they're like, no, 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 no. There's no way that little kids can come to Jesus. It has, you know, this is only for us big people. This is only for us adults because little kids didn't go to the temple. Little kids didn't do sacrifices. Little kids didn't do those kind of things. Their parents would have, but not little kids. And so these disciples, they're just being good people, and they thought, you know what? We better protect Jesus because Jesus is not for little kids. Jesus is for adults. And you guys heard what Jesus said. He says, hey, 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 what are you doing? Now, if you read it in Mark... Mark, it actually says that Jesus got irritated with his disciples. He was frustrated with his disciples. And it would be kind of like him saying, what do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? Listen to again what Jesus says here to his disciples. He says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven, here's a big word, belongs. That's a big word for us. That's a big word for you kids. It's not just saying that the the kingdom of heaven can be used sometimes or sometimes little kids can have fun with it. Sometimes little kids can get in. Jesus is saying here to his disciples, to the adults, he's saying to his disciples, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Now, there's a lot of debate about what he means with such as these. I think Jesus is basically saying, hey, the kingdom of heaven is available to everybody. You don't have to have a big degree. You don't have to be old. You don't have to make a lot of money. You don't have to have all kinds of experience. You can be a little child, and the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. I want to... You're not even listening, man. Come on back up here. Just so you know he's talking, yeah. yeah. But you, already, you already saw that too, right? You, yeah, I know, I know. You, you do like my kids. You listen better while, while you do something else, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thanks for being brave. I want to use you one more time as an illustration. Your parents can stay seated this time, though, okay? I want you kids to look very carefully at what I'm about to do here, okay? So Jesus says, Andrew, right? He says to Andrew, the kingdom of heaven belongs to a guy like Andrew. If Andrew wants in, he can be in. So here's, here's what, how it goes, though. It, it's, just not, it's not just an automatic in. 
See, Jesus says, it belongs to you. I'm giving it to you. You can have it. So it's a little bit like me taking $20 and saying, (laughs) slow down, buddy. Work with me here, all right? Work with me. So it would be a little bit like, you know, us having this $20. Now, I want to ask you guys a question. Whose money is this right now? It's my money. That's right. So here's what I'm going to do. This is my $20, and it's a brand new one. And just don't, don't leave it in the sun. Apparently, they melt. But anyway, this is a brand new $20 bill. So here's what I'm going to do. Andrew, this is now yours. Hold on. Work with the illustration here, okay? So whose money is this now? Andrew's. Why? Because I gave it to him. So in a little, little while ago, a few seconds ago, this was my money. But now I said, Andrew, it is now yours. It belongs to you. So now it's Andrew's. Now what's the problem so far? He hasn't taken it yet. He wants to. That's good. <laughs> well, he's working with me on this. Awesome. So here's, here's the thing. Kids, I want you to picture this, okay? Obviously, this breaks down, but I want you kids, look, look, at me, look up here for a second. Look up here. Parents, you can too. I want you to picture for a minute Jesus looking at you and saying, I belong to you. And he takes it. That's how it works. Let's give it up for Andrew again. And you can spend that however you want. Now, I want you to listen very carefully. It now belongs to Andrew. It's his. But I know he's going to go do something with it. And that's a little bit the way it is with Jesus. When we receive Jesus, Jesus is saying to us, hey, you belong. You belong, kids. It's not just for adults. It's for everybody. The kingdom of heaven belongs to all of us. And so I want you guys to realize this is something that now it's yours, but here's what you have to do. You have to receive it. You have to receive it. And like Andrew, once you received it, you need to go do something with it. You shouldn't just, you know, he could now take his money and just sit on it and do nothing with it. That would be, you'd be like, man, at least put it in the bank, do something with it, give it to your parents, whatever. They'd like that for holding you upside down as commission, you know. But with our salvation, when we receive Jesus into our heart, what we need to do then is we need to go from there and we need to I'm going to do something with Jesus being in my heart. Now, I want to ask you kids a question. Most of you have grown up in church. Have you received Jesus? That's awesome. A lot of you putting your hand up. Have you received Jesus? Now, you don't need to put your hand I don't want you to put your hand up just because other people are doing it. If you have never received Jesus into your heart, I want you to know today that you can do that. Jesus says, you belong to me. You belong. I want you in. I want you to be part of my life. And, and maybe there are some things in your life, kind of like the disciples saying, whoa, 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 where are you going? You can't go to Jesus. Maybe there's some things like that sometimes in our lives that want to keep us from following Jesus. Jesus says past all those things, no, 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 no. You come and you belong to me. And just like when I handed that money over to him, it didn't do him any good until Andrew actually said, okay, I'll take it. Because if he had just sit, stood there, after I reached the money out to him and said, nah, and went and sat down, you guys would all be like, that's kind of ridiculous. Why wouldn't you take it? 
But I think sometimes the same thing happens to us with Jesus. Jesus is saying, hey, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'm right here. I want you to receive me, I want you to receive me. I belong, you belong. And we look at Jesus and we say, no, there's better things to do. I want to challenge you, if you have never invited Jesus into your heart, you can do that today. You can do that today. And you can either pray with your parents, Pastor Peter, Pastor Willie, myself, Annie, your small group leaders, there's lots of other people here. If all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I have never invited Jesus into my heart, I'm going to do that today because I want to receive from Jesus what he's giving me. Today, you come and meet one of us, or you can just do that by yourself. Just make sure you tell your parents because they're going to want to celebrate with you, okay? All right. Thank you for being really good listeners, and I want to pray for you. And then you guys are going to go back up on stage, and you're going to do two songs for us, okay? But let's just, oh, hold on. Let's first pray, and then you guys will go back on, on stage. Let's, let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this morning. And Lord Jesus, I want to sincerely, I just pray for these children now and the other ones that are in this room. Father, I pray if there's a single child in this place today who just has not yet made that decision, or maybe they made it as a really young child, but now as they mature, they need to go deeper. Father, I pray that every child here would know today that they belong. This, this gift you've given, Jesus, is not just for adults. It's not just for us big people. It's, it's for all of us. And Father, I pray for us as parents. I pray for us as a church. I pray, God, that we would never do anything in our lives, whether it's our personal lives or the way we behave or act or talk, that we would never do anything in our lives that would hinder a child from receiving you, Lord Jesus. So we thank you for these kids. Love these kids. We're so thankful for them. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just do an amazing thing in each one of these children's lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.